0: Instagram is one of the world's most widely used and popular social media platforms. It is the one ubiquitous with photographers, given that it is a highly photo and video centric platform. The app currently has over 1 billion users. That's with a B. And over 60% of them log in every single day. But unfortunately, a lot of the time, photographers find their images lacking on the platform, that they don't look as good as they do on their computer screen or on your phone or just anywhere else. They just don't look as good on Instagram as they do elsewhere. Thankfully, there are some things you can do to help Instagram in uploading your images in their best possible quality. So that's what we are going to talk about today. How to upload high quality images on Instagram and have them look their best. This is episode 37 of the Travel and Adventure Photography School podcast. I'm your host, Rob Massey. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I am so glad that you are taking time out of your day to improve your photography. This podcast is part of the educational arm of Robert Massey Photography, my content creation firm based in Calgary, Alberta. We specialize in crafting adventure and lifestyle portraits of people out doing what they love. This can be hiking, exploring, whitewater rafting being out on the prairies, cooking at home, anything like that, but being out and doing what they truly love that shows off who they are. You can follow along with our story and all the adventures that we're having on Instagram at Robert Massey Photography. All right, let's get on with the show. So, Instagram. This social media platform loved and hated the world over by photographers. We don't have to use it as creatives, but many of us choose to. It is one of the best possible ways to get your work out in front of the eyes of hundreds of thousands to hundreds of millions of people. Now, we aren't going to address the marketing aspect on Instagram here. What we are going to address is how to make your photos look the best because let's be honest, sometimes our photos end up looking just terrible when they get uploaded into the platform. The colors change, details are lost, things just look weird. But we can actually help. Fix all that as photographers. And really, it's nothing too technical or overly difficult to do. So that's why I'm going to spend today's episode to teach you some of the best settings and some of the best things you can do to export your photos in 2020, specifically for the Instagram platform. First off, let's start with what we know about Instagram. Instagram has some of their own guidelines for uploading images. They basically amount to what aspect ratios to use and how images will be cropped by Instagram. So, point one, every image in Instagram must have ratios between 1.91 to 1, which is a landscape image, and 4 by 5, which is portrait. And two, images will be resized to fit at 1080 pixels, 1080 pixels on the wide side, unless you size it to that exactly. So if your image is smaller or bigger, Instagram will resize it to get up to 1080 pixels on its wide side. The one other thing that we know is that Instagram uses a compression algorithm, just like every other website on every image that is uploaded. All websites do this for the same reason, performance. Instagram is optimizing images to load as fast as they can for the best experience using the platform. This means they reduce the image file size, compress it, So there is less to download by the end user, meaning your feed loads much, much, much quicker. Now, some compression algorithms are better than others. And Instagram does a reasonably good job with theirs and a great job if you give it a helping hand along the way. It does a really good job, especially if you're uploading things from your phone or if you're not a professional photographer. Their algorithm is awesome. If you are a professional photographer, you need to do some things on your own end to help Instagram work better which is what we're here to talk about. But before we lay into what you can do, let's talk about one of the biggest misconceptions out there about this compression algorithm, that you can somehow avoid it happening to your files if you use certain quality or get an image to a specific file size or anything like that. I've heard so many people say that if you can get your photos under 500 kilobytes or if you only use 75% of the quality slider, you will somehow magically avoid the image being compressed. This is just blatantly false, and you may actually be making your images worse by doing so. This is because if every image that gets uploaded gets compression added to it, then you are compressing an image that you've already removed quality and detail from. The algorithm doesn't have as much information to work with when it's compressing, so, you know, it makes the image worse as it compresses. So go with that 100% quality slider. Don't listen to people who tell you to upload at smaller quantities or qualities. This is just going to hurt your images. So instead of messing around with that part of it, what can you actually do to make your images look better on Instagram? Well, let's start with point number one. Create multiple copies. Now, unless you only plan to export and use an image for Instagram, I would suggest creating extra copies of any image you plan on editing for the app specifically. This is so that you can have an insta-edit as well as a regular edit. Because as we move on, we will end up changing certain critical features of your image, such as its orientation, display, and how it could print, that you might not necessarily want affecting your other image. When I was a marketer, I always made sure to have a print copy of my photo and an Instagram copy and a Facebook copy. It's a lot going on, but I always made sure to export specifically for the platform that we were going to. So in Lightroom, one of the most popular photo editing apps, you can create what are known as virtual copies. These are exact copies of your images that allow you to make new versions of the same photo. I would suggest making all Insta edits on a virtual copy of a picture if you use Lightroom. If not, figure out how your photo editing app will allow you to make duplicates. Now, the way I would suggest doing this is to make all your edits to the image, exposure, color correction, noise reduction, all that kind of stuff, except for one. Don't sharpen the photo just yet. This is because we will add a different type of sharpening to the image depending on if it is going on the web or to print. Once you've made the edits, create a virtual copy of the image. This way, all your work is already saved. You don't have to go and redouble the same amount of work. You don't have to go and re edit the image. You have a photo that's going on Instagram that looks like the photo that will go in print, that looks like the photo that will go on, say, a newsletter or wherever else it's going to end up. Now that you have a virtual copy of the image, let's move on and make all these. Instagram edits to the virtual copy. All right, first up is the crop. While Instagram can accept landscape images at a 1.91 to 1 ratio, the only ratio you should be uploading at is 4 by 5. You should be using the 4 by 5 ratio, which equates to an 8 by 10 print, for everybody who wants to know, because this gives you the most screen real estate in front of your viewer you are just much more likely to catch a viewer's attention with a 4x5 image than any other crop ratio on Instagram. Basically because the small images get skipped over by the viewers more often than the portrait ones do, because they're showing up smaller on their screen and the portrait ones are showing up bigger. And yes, I know I am still guilty of uploading it landscape photos to Instagram, but I'm working on changing that habit and cropping them into the right formation. All right, after you've cropped the image into a 4x5 or at least into a square format, We get into sharpening the photo. This should be the final step in your editing flow. Sharpness in an image is often equated with a high quality photo and is often seen as detail in a photo as well. So if your photo is sharp, it's seen to have more detail. Whether or not that's right, that's unfortunately the way we see things from outside professionals' views. So you need to sharpen your images to get them to look their best. How you sharpen them will depend on what you are doing with them, such as printing versus putting them on Instagram. Still, since we are talking IG here, we will only address what to do to sharpen for the app. For Instagram, there's only one thing you need to worry about, and it's sharpening your photos for a phone display. Now, many apps will offer the ability to have output sharpening enabled when you export the image. But honestly, that's not the best way to go about this. The best way to do this is to apply the sharpening yourself while you are editing the photo. Now, how to sharpen your image will change depending on the image editing software you use, the workflow you use, whatever. So we aren't going to get into that here exactly. What we will tell you is what you're looking for. So when you are sharpening your photos, you wanna have them look slightly too sharp when you see them on your phone. If it seems just like a little too crisp, not badly and not obviously, but just you're looking at kind of like, that looks just a teensy bit too sharp. Then you found a sweet spot. Because Instagram will compress that image and dull it down when you upload it. So if you sharpen the typical way that we would for print, you're not going to sharpen that image nearly enough. So you want to be able to see the sharpening process just a little tiny bit when you export it and look at it on your phone. And then it's going to turn up great on Instagram. All right, the first step in the exporting process. Once you have done your cropping and you've sharpened the image, you need to convert it to sRGB color space. Now, we have many, many, many options for which color space to use for editing, but when it comes to posting things online, there's only one you should be using, and it's sRGB. This is the most consistent color profile across digital devices. Some digital devices can show more than the sRGB color space, but most of them today and most of the internet functions on the sRGB color space. So to ensure the most consistent colors, regardless of what device someone is using, you need to use sRGB. I'm going to be saying those four letters a lot in the next little bit, so get used to them. When an sRGB device tries to display an Adobe RGB gamut image, so an Adobe RGB color profiled image, the colors will end up looking kind of mucky, compressed, and a little bit weird. This is because sRGB has a lower color gamut than Adobe RGB or other color profiles as well like P3 and ProPhoto and stuff like that. So a device that uses an sRGB color space can't show off as many colors as those that use Adobe RGB and others. As such, it tries to compensate. And when it does that, it doesn't always do it very well. This is one of the primary problems with people uploading to Instagram is they take a photo on a nice full frame or something like that, and they don't convert the color profile to sRGB. This means that Instagram is converting it for them. And honestly, the app, while the compression works okay, their conversion for Adobe RGB into sRGB is just not good. So, the best way to avoid your colors becoming wacky is to convert the image yourself in your editing program. If you leave the job to your web browser or to Instagram itself, then the colors will go all weird. Instead, convert the image to sRGB in your editing app. In Photoshop, you can use the convert function. Make sure you use that and not the assign function. Assign will work the way your web browser will. You want to use the convert function in Photoshop. And in Lightroom, you can convert the color space when you export the image itself. So when you go to the export screen, you will see a chance for you to change it into sRGB. And most other editing apps that I've used will provide you with a way to change the color space, So make sure you change it to the Instagram standard and to the internet standard of sRGB. All right, staying with exporting settings, your image size. Images on Insta are always displayed at 1080 pixels on the wide side. That's right in their own image guidelines that this is said. So there are a couple of options you can go with here. You can export every image with a wide side of precisely 1080, which would mean your photo would be a 1080 by 1350 in a 4 by 5 ratio format. Or, and this is my preferred option, you can export at exactly double or quadruple 1080 wide. This would mean your wide side is 2,160 pixels or 4,320 pixels. So 2,160 is exactly double 1080 and 4,320 is exactly quadruple 1080. Now, the reason to do it in doubles and quadruples is that ensures that the algorithm resamples your image down to 1080 nicely. This is like resampling... 8K down to 6K or 8K down to 4K, it works really, really well because it's all already in the same ratio format. If you have an image that's sitting at another scale, say that you're setting it to 2,000 on the wide side or you're setting it to 3,000 on the wide side, Instagram has to change that wide side's ratio a little bit to get it to 1080 because it's not a direct multiple of it. And this risks adding artifacts, doing some weird things in compression, maybe softening your image up too much. That's one of the things that you want to try to avoid, and it's really easy to do. One of the other reasons to do this to double or quadruple is that you don't have to worry about how your images will look in the future if Instagram decides to increase their display resolution, and that seems pretty likely as we get faster internet speeds, as we get higher quality phones, everything like that. And that's really it. Don't worry about using the filters in Instagram... Go for your own creative look, go for how you like to edit images, make the images look like you, look like your work, but there are things you can do when you are exporting and the things you can do with your ratios that will really help your images to look their absolute best on Insta. All right, a quick summary for you of what we just talked about. Number one, edit your image, but don't apply sharpening. Step two, create a virtual copy. Step three. Crop the virtual copy to a 4x5 ratio to get the most screen real estate on your viewer's device. Then sharpen your image is step 4. Step 5, export the file as a JPEG with 100% quality in an sRGB color space. Resize the image to fit 2160 pixels on the wide side, but don't enlarge the image. This will again cause some other problems. And then export to wherever you like to save your files? Get it onto your phone, upload it to Instagram, do your best to write an amazing caption and see what goes from there. And I bet you, you will see a huge increase in the quality of your Instagram images. And honestly, I'd love to see what you were up to on the gram. So DM me on Insta at Robert Massey Photography or at Travel Adventure Photo School and show me what you are up to. And let me know if this actually helped your images appear better on Instagram. So drop me a line. Let me see your adventures. Thanks so much for tuning in today and congrats again on taking some time to improve your photography. That's just awesome. Now get out there and produce some glorious Insta-worthy content. Let's adventure. Bye for now.